What's up, video game fans? It is Video Game Fury coming at you here on Anchor.fm slash Video Game Fury on October 3rd, 2022. We've got quite a topic to discuss today for the week of video games. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. So if you've heard my episode from a couple of weeks ago, actually probably more than that at this point because I'm forgetting what time is nowadays, we had received The Last of Us Part 1 Remake. It had released for PS5, soon coming to PC, and it is dubbed pretty much a remake from the ground up when you consider the, the textures, the graphical assets, some of the gameplay and AI mechanics in there. And it came out in early September to much fanfare for folks. They felt that it modernized the game well, very much to like its sequel, Last of Us Part Two, that came out a couple of years ago. And of course, if you probably heard my stance about when they first announced this here, I was pretty hesitant about needing this and putting it out there at the grand total of $70, basically treating it as almost like a like a brand new game to sell at that price. I argued that the game probably should have been $40 or $50 here when you consider that that's all it was. It was a graphical remake at the end of the day. You're, you're still playing the same game. You still got the same story, characters, dialogue, and whatnot. And obviously, I, I voiced some of my concerns of this on Twitter. I got kind of some backlash for it. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? All I was trying to figure out was, is this something that is this something that was really needed in the industry, considering how you know, we were hoping to get something new uh, to be worked on here? But at the end of the day here, people can enjoy what they enjoy. This was, this was never about, for me personally, this was never about taking enjoyment away. People felt like they wanted to plow down the money to enjoy that experience in a much more upgraded way in terms of the fidelity of the game then more power to him there personally speaking for me i got too much to play as it is anyway and if this is ever something i ever want to revisit down the road most especially most especially playing on pc uh, is where it's uh very uh, tantalizing for me i'm gonna wait at least a couple of years for a discount to come to play but again to each its own it became a whole big thing over the summer about whether or not this was a cash grab that sony was going for here and with the release out there, we don't have any numbers about uh, how much the, the game has sold so far, but I'm sure we'll get to it soon once the, either the quarterly earnings or the fiscal year ending, uh, earnings uh, end of year comes into play. So we'll see how that goes from there. Uh, it is what it is, and the game's out there, and you know, there's definitely quite an audience there that enjoys it, and more power to them. And lo and behold, as we continue our romp about here over the weekend, we get word, uh, this was first broken up by uh, Wario64 on Twitter. He's been corroborated by a few uh, other published sources like Video Game Chronicle, if you want to check that out there. But he had put out the rumor there yesterday that the remake train, remaster train, whatever you want to call it at Sony is not coming to an end anytime soon. In fact, they're just getting started. And the rumor that was... Uh, brought about by him this weekend was that there's going to be a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster slash remake with an idea for a multiplayer game in development. And there, there is a report in the link here as well. I'm obviously not going to read it verbatim here on the show, um, but there's been talk a lot about that. It's going to be upgraded for you know FPS. It's going to have 
uh, featured improved lighting, textures, animations, models, accessibility options. Uh, some scuttlebutt that I've read over the internet is that when people were thinking about what this uh, multiplayer would be, uh, it was mentioned it would be some kind of form of co-op. And so the idea people came to mind was like, you know, the big the big thing about playing the Horizon games is being able to hunt the giant uh, uh, giant animal machines or dinosaur machines, if you will. Some thought maybe that they potentially at Gorilla were going to create some kind of mode similar to the Monster Hunter series, where you team up with a bunch of folks online and go take out like the biggest and baddest machines that are out there in the wild. That part is definitely a little tantalizing to me. I mean, some of them there's definitely uh, have not played any of the Monster Hunter games before. Uh, to do it in the Horizon universe would definitely be something kind of appealing to me for a while, but we don't really have much details here. And obviously, this is again, this is rumors all speculation at this point here until Sony actually comes out and confirms the report and what exactly we're getting. But really, I want to get to the core of the, the core of the thing here that I thought I wasn't going to revisit, but we're here anyway. And that's the idea of the remaster remake in the first place. I You can't help but first of all see that this is coming out of play here for the fact that there is rumors, there is the there is the idea that there is going to be a Horizon Zero Dawn TV show coming out. I think Amazon is the one uh, helping to produce that, if I'm not mistaken. Please actually correct me on that if I'm wrong. So the timing on this comes about, you know, Last of Us Part 1. We know there's an HBO show coming out next year, so the timing of this is pretty out there as well. So one would think that whenever we do get the, the plans for when that TV show uh, comes out for Horizon, that that's when they'll probably announce this remaster here. And see, here's the thing about this here. Now, I, I can, over time, I can get some of what Last of Us Part 1 was about. It's a ten year, almost 10-year-old game. They already got a PS4 remaster. Um, and at that point there, I mean, to, to kind of see that, what it is after, especially after Last of Us Part 2 came out, Wanting to play that first game again with that updated style and those updated gameplay, I could I could see a lot of why people were drawn to that, uh, being able to do that with a pretty compelling story that Last of Us is already. So I can I can reason with that a little bit there, even though I still kind of feel like seventy dollars is pushing it a little bit there. Again, my personal opinion. Horizon Zero Dawn came out in two thousand seventeen. That's only five years ago. Already got a PC port a couple of years later, and now and the sequel Forbidden West it only just came out. It only just came out early this year, and now one would think that this game probably would be coming out next year or so. I mean, we don't know a lot about what Sony's plate is next year as far as new releases go. I, don't, I think Spider-Man Two from Insomniac is still labeled with the 2023 release time frame, but that's that's all we know. Wolverine's probably way far out. We don't know what's going on with. Uh, Sucker Punch or any of the other studios. God of War is coming out, so we're not going to be hearing anything from uh, Santa Monica Studio for a while. So the slate for next year, 2023 for Sony, is looking pretty thin. And one would suspect that that's when this potential remaster may come out, if they do happen to confirm it. But I got to tell you, I mean, in one, I'm of two minds of this. In one sense, I see the Jim Ryan playbook of what Sony's trying to do. First off, I mean, they tried to maximize the profits as much as they can through the PC releases, which I thought was a golden idea. I mean, to have these games isolated to the PlayStation platform as long as they have um, is 
is right for the team making. And if obviously they can't get it on Xbox, which they never will, PC is your next best bet. So I, I'm all for that strategy. It definitely opens up the market of PC players who have never had a PlayStation to try this out. And obviously the modding community is going to have fun with a lot of these games when they all make their way to PC. The Spider-Man ones, if you haven't been watching online for those, you should go check those out. So I do see some value in there as well. And obviously they're going with a very big transmedia approach. Again, I mentioned Last of Us is getting an HBO show next year. So obviously they're trying to uh, keep the brand alive through that. And again, Horizon Zero Dawn coming on the TV soon on Amazon. Uh, there is some validity to that, which you would say by doing this here. But the fear again when doing this is that are they going to try the $70 approach with doing this here? Now, again, we don't know if the multiplayer game aspect of this remaster is pretty meaty, like maybe not at the level of what factions is, has turned out to be for Naughty Dog, which is now on its own, its own standalone full-fledged game. I could maybe see some of that come into play to maybe push it to that point. But I, but the real, the real thing that gets me here is that, you know, you, if you're okay, if you're going down this remaster route, I mean, they're definitely, there's definitely ways to do it there. It's it's probably easier to do it there. Last was part one, I heard, was turned around in like 18 months, whereas like the standard game built from the ground up, like really built from the ground up, is like a four or five year time frame nowadays. Um, so it's a big gamble, especially the gambles that Sony makes with these big first-party games. There's a lot of case to say, okay, there's a, there's a reason to do this here. It gives something people to do, and they can, they can probably get some good ROI on it by doing that there but my thing is that if you're going to remaster a lot of these games here why are you doing games within the last five to ten years does that seem a little bit too much nickel diming there to you guys i keep and i keep relenting on this i, I don't relent that much on here but i do it on social media on my twitter that there's so much in that ps3 catalog that needs to be rescued badly and i'm sorry but playstation now and then in, in, in built, built pushing that into the playstation plus revamp catalog is just not going to cut it in my opinion um this is a system that obviously got really cut off because of the cell processor and just making it really hard for devs to actually work with it there and it just feels like sony is not they're like the way they honor their legacy does not seem to be going as far back as they want. They always seem to be, it's almost like they only want to acknowledge the last 10 years of their existence here when it comes to the big games like your God of Wars, like your Last of Us, like your Uncharted's, and so on here. But I mean, if you, there's no harm in also getting back to the roots of this. I always say that, you know, you could still honor your legacy as you build towards this new future you're building here. I mean, I could name so many franchises that need that could use this kind of stuff. The two that come to mind right away are the Infamous games and the Resistance games. And understandably, there's the developers for those franchises, Sucker Punch um, and Insomniac, have a lot of bigger fish to fry on their plate. Who's to say, especially of all the studios these uh, the Sony's been purchasing lately, that they cannot take a they can't take a crack at doing that themselves? Maybe enhance enhancing even further than usual. I just feel like there's so much. This is the problem. The problem with that. The problem with them disbanding their Japanese studios, or at least lessening them to the point that they are not really a big contributing factor to the growth of PlayStation 
this really kind of rubs me the wrong way here. Maybe this is nostalgia glasses I'm putting on right now, but this is one of the things that people loved about Sony as they grew up to the behemoth that they are today is that they had that chance to be quirky that because they could, because they did have those big games, but they could also mix it in with those uh, other games that you could say more in that double a kind of realm there like a resistance game or you know even think of stuff like came out of psp and vita like uh, the, the pom pom games or something you know i'm kind of spitballing titles here but hopefully you get what i'm trying to say it just feels like they're putting they're they're gambling too much on the big gambles and i think you know as someone obviously you know if talk to your financial investors when it comes to managing uh your assets here they will always tell you uh to diversify when it comes to your investments, to your accounts, if you're playing the stock market, playing, you know, diversify in that. Don't just bank it all in one place. Uh, that is a that's a little more riskier than usual. You want to make sure that it's spread out such that if one thing does end up bombing on like the stock market or the investment platform, you have the others to cover for you. And that's that's kind of my that's kind of my analogy with what Sony's doing right now. They're putting too much on too much stock on these big gigantic games here and you know they're expensive to make they take long to do it's understandable but that's why you have the smaller stuff to compensate to remind people about the sony brand to remind them about their legacy and what they are capable of doing here and i feel like they're just they're just kind of looking at what they've seen in the last five ten years and say well we can't get spider-man 2 out for a while we're not going to be seeing the next god of war for probably another five years might as well go back in the catalog and remaster some of the stuff, even if the game's only like five years old. That's my qualm about Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not a knock on Horizon Zero Dawn itself. I love that game. I still need to get back to Forbidden West, but I've been loving that game too. So the Horizon series is amazing. I just don't see why we need to do this again. And granted, at the end of the day, the market's going to tell us otherwise. I didn't think that we would need to last was part one remade, but there's why do I have people there who really enjoy the experience? And at the end of the day, if that's where the market want to go, that's where they want to go. Simple as that. But I fear we're getting into a trend and we're setting a precedent here. Very much what I'm talking about when I talked about last month. We're setting precedent where this is going to become the norm and we are not going to get that kind of that quirkiness, to get that kind of originality. It's pretty much going over to the places like Microsoft and Nintendo. And maybe that's Maybe that's just what they need to be. Maybe if that's what Sony feels is going to work and they're going to keep you know, using these properties as the way to push them into other avenues, to other platforms, into other media like TV and like movies, then I guess that's the way it is. But I don't know. I just feel like as someone who's been gaming here for a very long time, like 30 plus years of my life, and just remembering some of the good... Some of the games that brings you... That, brings you to, that brought you to the dance from PS1 through PS3... I feel like that's being remiss, put away. And granted, they'll probably say, well, that's why we have PlayStation Plus. You can just go back and play those here. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, again, it, 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 there's just, there's always a chance for someone to come in and do something special that maybe wouldn't have been told well during that time because of, you know, whatever it was creative reasons they couldn't do it or just the technology wouldn't let them do it. Like, I feel like you could take something like a Jack and Dexter and modernize it in some way that, could get that audience. I mean, hell, I mean, Insomniac just put out a new Ratchet and Clank uh, last year. I mean, Ratchet and Clank was, you know, a property over like 30 years, almost 30 years old at this point here. I mean, if they could do it with that, why can't they do it with a game like Jack and Dexter, for example? So, anyway, 
it's a lot to think about in process. And again, this all could be nothing if it turns out this rumor means nothing. But I mean, you know, coming from a lot of corroborating sources here, it's it would be a safe bet that Sony is going to announce this pretty soon. And we just need to see, we need to see the details. We need to understand more about what is this multiplayer game that Guerrilla is working on uh, with Sony on this here. It's a lot to take in, but I just worry that while I'm not so much 100% opposed to this plan that they're doing with these particular remasters, even if the game is not as old as some others may be, I want Sony to just remember who, where they came from, why they got to the place they are, and how they can you know, create and gravitate towards that audience that potentially could be losing to the competitors. We'll have to see. Let me know your thoughts, guys. I would appreciate uh, anything you have to say about this. Am I wrong? Am I off? Am I being too off the ledge again? Kind of like how I did with Last of Us Part 1. We'll have to see, but I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback and comments. Anything you want to share about this particular topic on the Horizon Zero Dawn remaster slash remake. Drop a recording here if you want to be part of the show. We'll bring you in next time to talk about that further. Thanks again for your time, folks, listening here on Video Game Fury. Have a great rest of your week. Go out there and game, and I'll see you all next time.